hello. It's me, Matt Warwick, here. I have the distinguished honor of introducing tonight's seven-second delay. It's another quiz episode. And uh, this week, the quiz master is Nacho in Chile. Uh, in the first half, I'll be quizzing Ken and Andy on philosophy. And in the second half of the hour, uh, Quizmaster Greg from Atlanta will be quizzing Ken and Andy on fictional time travel devices in movies. And without further ado, here is Ken and Andy and Nacho. Ken and Andy back, and our quiz master today is Nacho in Santiago, Chile. Welcome. Hello. Thank you. I love the show. I can't believe I got through. <laughs> uh, how are you? Nacho, I do have to ask, how do you, number one, what do you do uh, for a living, and what is what what are you uh, playing hooky from today that you should be doing? Uh, what we're going to do today is, is I, I, I'll ask you some stuff about philosophy. I studied philosophy many years ago. Okay. Uh, now, okay. now I'm becoming I'm I'm studying to become a high school teacher. Oh, so you are you're in school. Yeah. You're a student. Yeah, I I, I get back. I'm I'm thirty I'm thirty seven, uh, and I'm back to to the the university to get my degree, or uh, and, and in that way I can teach in high school. Well, uh, your students will be lucky to have you. And what and how did you in Chile? How did you? discover WFMU uh, from Chile. Did you live in the States and, and, and for a while or? Oh, no, I, I, I've lived uh, my whole life here. And uh, maybe, I, I don't know, 10, 12 years ago, I, I heard some interview of Bob Bert in Diane's Kamikaze uh, show. And then I, I, I hooked up with with the station and and years later i i, I listened to your show and i loved it have you ever met anyone else in chile that was a wfmu fan no at all and and so i've right. met people yeah i've met people from new york who right hasn't heard this no station one, either. so you're our man in chile yeah i've seen I maps so. I, I don't know I've seen maps, Andy and Nacho, of where our listeners are listening in on the internet from, and there's always only one dot in South America, <laughs> and uh, and it's in Santiago. Maybe so, maybe Argentina also. Nacho, Nacho, you're very very important to us. You yes. have to stay healthy, be safe. Yeah, you're representing an entire continent. Yeah, exactly. Nacho. Not to put any pressure on you or anything. But but there's there's an Argentinian guy who talked to you also. Yeah, he's uh, nuts. We, that guy's yeah. nuts. Okay. Yeah, no, I know who yeah. you're. I know who you're. You're talking about. All right, so I think we're ready to go, and uh, I'll give us oh, a. Okay. I'll, I'll give us a three-minute warning uh, before well, we get to the. I do have to end. ask before we start. Uh, Ken, are you confident about your knowledge of uh, philosophy? Ken, uh, is that is this a subject that you? Uh, that you uh, feel comfortable discussing? No, not really. I am not very knowledgeable about philosophy. I I, I know what I like, of course. Well, my questions aren't so hard, so maybe maybe you'll get some of them. Oh, right. oh God. Okay, I've, I'm completely at sea here. I'm completely out of my depth. Okay, and well, if you don't understand me, because for obvious reason, you can uh, always ask me to to uh, repeat the question. So, well, just going forward, just so we know, if I don't know an answer, I'm going to blame your accent, and I'm going to okay. say I didn't understand you. Um, okay, that's going to be my excuse. Ken, what will be your excuse for not knowing anything? It's a trick question. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, my that's right my go-to. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I just turned the tables on the quiz master. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's start then. Okay, so okay, question number one: the score is zero zero. Yeah, uh, this is quite easy. I mean, oh, okay. God, now I'm scared. Go. <laughs> quite easy. Oh God. Okay, number one: 
Etymologically, what does philosophy means? A, love of inquiring. B, love of wisdom. C, love of science. Or D, love of nature. Buzz, number two, love okay. of wisdom. Beautiful. Got That's it. Right. <laughs> I'm going to say, Buzz, I'm going to say A, love of knowledge. Love of yeah. Love of yeah, okay. But a lot of inquiring, I, I say. I know. Even though you already told us that Ken was correct. Yeah. That's uh, a Hail Mary pass. Sophia oh. means, means means wisdom in Greek, ancient Greek. It just huh. felt it felt right to me. Oh shut right. up. It felt right to me. <laughs> okay. Number two. Which philosopher By the way, uh, as an interesting aside, uh I hate wisdom. I was. I hate it. I, was, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how. So this is a subject I don't feel very confident in. Wisdom uh, okay. and I have never ever gotten along. But seven second delay can 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 be very philosophical. Made uh, sometimes. Yeah, it no, can no. be. No, it, 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 it yeah. really can be. Yeah. All right. All right. So let's move on to number two. Okay. Uh, which Greek philosopher died from laughter after joking about a donkey eating some pigs? A. Chrysippus, B. Socrates, C. Pythagoras, or, or D. Aristotle. Okay, buzz. Here's why I buzz. I can eliminate Socrates because we know how he died. Yeah. Right? So you do know some of him. Okay, I do know that he we drank. Eliminate... He was the guy who drank hemlock. He's the yeah. He's Mr. Hemlock. That's okay. right. Okay, so we can so so because I've eliminated B, my odds of guessing this are uh, have increased. I think I can eliminate Aristotle. D. So now I'm between A and C. I have a fifty-fifty shot, which is good enough for me. Which might be the best position I'll be in all day. Who is A again? Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, Ken. We don't know who A is. What the, what the hell do you care who A is? All right, so listen. Crucibus? The previous, the previous answer was B. So he won't do... Okay, so I think he's going to do A. I'm going to guess A, whoever that guy was. I'm going to guess C. Yeah. I'm going for C, Pythagoras. Yeah. C was Pythagoras. A was Chrysippus or Chrysippus. Chrysippus. Okay. Yeah. What, was it Pythagoras? No, it was Chrysippus. Oh, yeah, yeah you were right, you Andy. That's how you do it. And that's how you uh, graduate high school without knowing a single <laughs> damn thing. Wow, Andy. Never taught you. Andy roars into the lead. No, no, we're tied, my friend. No, no, because yes. I just canceled myself out. I guessed wrong on that one, so I got a negative one. No, you didn't guess. Ah, no, you did not so guess cool. wrong. I, wait, I'm so sorry. I believe I buzzed in first. Yeah. So my yep. answer, my answer, the correct answer, uh, ended that that round. Maybe you didn't hear. I guessed at the same time as you. Yeah. Did you buzz in at the same time? Uh no. Huh. Yeah, right. So wait, so because I buzzed in first, you should have just deferred to me before you guessed. Wow. I would say your answer does not count against you. Wow, listening listen to you being so aggressively gracious to me. <laughs> That's the new me, my friend. Yeah. Wow. That yeah, I've turned the I've turned a new page. I'll take it. It's a tie ball game. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. I um, I'll keep with Greeks because Ancient Greeks has the best stories. Uh, number three. It is not clear the cause Nacho, of Nacho, have you have you Nacho, have you ever visited Greece? No, I've only been outside Chile and visited um, Argentina. That's all. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. It's so very expensive. For a, so for a, a brief, a very brief time, Ken, you had an FMU fan in Argentina. I think we still do. But uh, yeah, it's, it's always the bright red red dot in Chile that shows up on my <laughs> uh, geostat maps when I look at a map of the whole world. Well, yeah, yeah. I listen, I listen a lot of the station. Yeah, yeah. Ken, I've seen Ken looking at that map and masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, oh it's really I... sad. He looks at the no, little uh... dots. 
I don't know now if I'm going to listen live. Yeah. Maybe the archive. When, when, when will Ken put a lock on his office door? Why do I have to walk in and catch him doing this? <laughs> God. <laughs> okay. Uh, have you heard about uh, Diogenes? Oh, I, I don't know. Diogenes. I yes, Diogenes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Diogenes. Yes. It's not clear. Yeah, it is not clear the cause of death of, of, of him. Uh, so which one of the following causes is not attributed to him? A, he ate a raw octopus. B, he was beaten by a dog. C, he drank, he drank hemlock. Or D, he held his breath for a long time until he died. Okay, buzz. I'm gonna do this again. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna deconstruct the story again the, the questions again. Okay, we can eliminate C. He did not drink hemlock. Right, that right? was just That's to throw him. us off our trail. Right. Diogenes, if I'm correct, Nacho, was the guy that went out with a lantern looking for an honest man. Exactly, yes. Famously. That's he, right. looking, he couldn't find an honest man. Yeah. He walked around the FMU Christmas party with a lantern. <laughs> <laughs> looking for an honest okay so um okay but let me let so, me, okay. let me but, stop you, you. but that's because... not on your list i'm eliminating c i'm going to say are you saying which of these was something associated with him no which one of the of these causes was not a, oh, i'm going to say him. hemlock so, i'm going to say exactly. c hemlock yes uh i believe he did hold his breath and that's how he died is that correct uh, that's a version of his death. Yeah, yeah. That's a version. Uh, okay, I'm going to say C. We do not attribute to Diogen. Okay, that's correct. Yeah. That's well done, do Andy. <laughs> so you do know about philosophy? Well, I know yeah. two things about philosophy, and we've just eliminated, we've just gone through all the two things I know. Yeah, I was very impressed with your Diogenes uh, soundbite there. Well, now I, but now I'm in uh, uncharted waters. I don't know anything else. Okay, uh, from uh, number four, from what animal comes the term cynicism? Cynicism. Uh, cynicism. A. Yeah. Rat. B. Horse. C. Cat. Or D. Dog. Hmm. Okay. Well, I'll I'll buzz in. Cynic. Wait, can I defer to you? Do you want to buzz? No, I'm still, I don't, I don't want to guess blindly. Um, okay, I will guess. Well, it won't quite be blindly. Cynicism. 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 Yes, cynicism. Okay, but which of those animals, Ken, which of those animals would you consider the most cynical of the animals? Oh, a cat. No, say, no exactly, question. Cat is exactly the answer. C is my guess. Right. Because uh, I wouldn't attribute Cynic. that trait to a dog or a horse. But a cat okay, has and, that attitude. I'm going to say C. And uh, Ken, are you going to guess? No, Andy buzzed in first, so this is his guess. Yeah, it's related to dog. Oh, a dog. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. I was wrong. Okay, I Andy's wrong. Yeah, Kinikos is dog-like, and Kion is the is the Greek word for a uh, dog. And yeah, this is related to Diogenes of Sinope, Diogenes the Cynical. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, because he lived, he lived like a dog. Can <laughs> we uh, can we talk again about Diogenes holding his breath until he died? How did that work exactly? I really don't know, and um, I, I I don't think that's even possible. Exactly. Well, it's, so funny you, it's so funny you mentioned that, Ken, because that's. Uh, the idea for next week's show that I was going to pitch to you. <laughs> do we both do that or just you? We both, yeah, we, let's see if we can do it. Oh, no, no, no. No, not us. We're very important people. Let's get a, volu let's get a volunteer in. Let's offer a volunteer $20. You might have to pay more than that. It would be the radio equivalent of a snuff film. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, okay. Nacho, would you like to hear my philosophy of life? Yeah, yeah, sure. Here's my philosophy of life. If life gives you lemon, make lemonade. If, oh, that's life, if life gives you 
testicular cancer, see if the guy who got lemons will swap. If he does swap with you, make lemonade. <laughs> and then you should give him some because he now has cancer. <laughs> and that's my philosophy of life. I've yeah, been I've been employing deep. that and uh, I can attest it really does work. It does work. Yeah, it's a lot better than let's hold our breath and see if we can kill ourselves. Okay. Yeah, I, that's I, a bad I, philosophy. But did I mishear you, Nacho, or did you say that that was one of the stories that they tell about Diogenes that he did do yeah, that? Exactly. But, exactly. Yeah. But, because but, but there's he no... also say that. He... Sorry. I'm sorry. There's no details about how how exactly he did that. No, they yeah. also say that he ate an octopus. Uh, or, or that he was bitten by a dog. Oh, well, every, everybody, we don't know. Yeah, everybody gets bitten by a dog, and uh, eating octopus, that's totally normal. But, a raw, uh, raw octopus, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's believable. But in ancient Greece, I, I, I don't know, yeah. Well, <laughs> it sounds like Diogenes <laughs> and his friends played a lot of uh, double dare, a lot of truth or dare games. Yep. Yeah, maybe. That's my takeaway from that. A lot of bar bets. A lot of bar bets back then. Yeah. 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 Hey, Diogenes, <laughs> I've got $10 that says you can't hold your breath till you die. There that we guy go. was yeah. an idiot. That, yeah. guy was a, that guy was an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he, he, he was very funny. He was very funny. All right, question number five. These are, by the way, may I say... I can already tell you're you're you would be a great teacher, and thank uh, you, thank you so these much. Are, these are very thoughtful and challenging questions, and I say that because I ha currently have the lead. Well, I think it's tied. <laughs> I think we're tied. Oh, we're tied. I'm yeah. Sorry. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay, number five. Yeah, when Archimedes screamed "Eureka," what was he doing? A. Making dinner. B. Taking a bath. C, B. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This <laughs> I know. It's B. The buzz. Yeah, but you buzz. You, you blurted it out. So. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I, I got yeah. it because I knew it. I, I knew it too. Go on, go uh, on, and then we'll buzz in together. Go ahead. Okay, and D walking by D. Doesn't island. matter. Yeah, D, buzz. Getting, D matter. getting bit by a dog. Okay, go ahead, Ken. I'll give you this one. <laughs> it was B. The bathtub. Yeah, he's in a bathtub. I remember that yeah. too. What what did he okay, realize? So, in, what did he realize in the bathtub? Do you, don't you know? Uh, he realized that uh, something fell fell in the bathtub with him, and and he realized that the water uh, raised raised. So oh, I see. Yeah, when he figured yeah, so, it out how to measure irregular objects by submerging them in water. Ooh. And Eureka means means literally, I found it. Like, I found the answer. Yeah. I heard he was sitting in the bathtub breaking wind and just popping the bubble. Yeah. That's... That was my verse. That's what I remember. And then yelling, Eureka. <laughs> because he, oh, okay. he discovered that the contents of the bubbles were lighter than water and came to the top. Had a delicious aroma. And then popped and had a delicious <laughs> aroma. Very complicated. Yeah. So I the I didn't I didn't read the whole Archimedes article. To, you know, I did, uh, completely. The point goes to Andy. So yeah. No, no, no. That was Ken because I jumped the gun. Yeah, Andy uh, blurted it out. I did. I was so excited to know something. You have no idea what it's like for me to know something. <laughs> <laughs> you guys okay. can't imagine the thrill. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. Yeah. Um, this is this is more philosophical. So, um, oh, okay. what is the central message conveyed in by Plato's allegory of the cave in his work *The Republic*? A. The importance of physical strength and athleticism in achieving true knowledge. Sorry, my English. B. Yeah. The transformative power of love and compassion in breaking free from illusions. C. Uh, it symbolizes the journey from ignorance to enlightenment, emphasizing the role of education and critical thinking. And D, a critique of democracy as an ineffective form of governance. 
Well, do you want Ken, me to? Ken, um, I have an I I have an idea, but I'll let you buzz in, Ken. I'll do, I defer to you. Uh, okay, I'll buzz in and say D. No. <laughs> Andy? No, he's in the cave, Ken. This is where he's seeing the shadows. He's seeing, he's right. Is that right, uh, Nacho? Yeah, yeah. That's, he's that's like correct. interacting with with people's shadows. Uh, I would say oh. it's C. I would say it's C. That's right, Andy. Wow, yeah, Andy. It's, it's C. Okay, I know I really a little it. more about this this uh, topic that I I remember. Okay. Yeah, how do you know any of this? I don't know. I I, I don't know. <laughs> okay, so I, I, I honestly don't know. Yeah, you do. You do know philosophy, and that's that's great. I feel um, like I had. I feel like I have like a bunch of gray cells in my head that have uh, just kind of uh, rejoined the the party. Hmm. These are things that you 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 studied these things in high school, right? I uh, well, I'm sort of self-taught. I didn't study much in high school. Yeah, you spent okay. most of your time at the movie theater, right? I spent most of my time at the movie theater. Yes, that's true. Uh, and uh, but I uh, I did do a lot of reading. I got. I guess I picked up more than I thought. This is actually yeah. this is actually very encouraging. I'm smarter yeah. than I thought. Yeah, good for you, Andy. Yeah. Ken, are you smarter than you thought? No, I'm doing much worse at this than, <laughs> than I thought I would do. This is actually a good day for me. Yeah. Yeah, you're winning. Hey, regardless of what the outcome is of our contest, you've... If, you... I, had a, if I had a job, I would ask for a raise. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, number seven. What does, what does axiology uh, study? A the nature of reality and existence, B, the, no, uh, the study of knowledge and belief, C, the examination of ethical principles and moral values, or D, the analysis of language and meaning. Could you repeat the question and ask, uh, could you spell out the term that we're talking yeah. about? Axiology, what does it study? And how uh, do you axiology. Spell that? A, X, I, O L O G Y. That's not how I would spell it, but that's probably <laughs> Ax axiology. Axiology. I do not axiology. know that term, and I don't know enough Latin or Greek to even to even guess. I'm going to say I'm going to I'll buzz in and say D again. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, so that's Ken's wrong, wrong, huh? Okay. So Ken's wrong. <laughs> so Ken will lose the point, and I, I will say anything yet. Don't say anything yet, but I will be disciplined enough to shut up and let Ken lose that point. Uh, uh, so I uh, so I will gain a little ground here. What is the answer? It's the examination of ethical principles and moral values. Axios means a value in, in Greek. Aha. Uh -huh. so these are these are very thoughtful questions. Are these questions you wrote yourself or are these from a standardized test? Uh, this one is from a standardized test. Okay. The, the other ones, yeah. Hey, I, I could have been a philosopher. How much yeah. did you get paid? Yeah, how do you, where do you, where do you go to work? What kind of office is that involved? What, what, what do you, how do you dress every day? What does I a philosopher dress. do? There's a lot of, of styles of philosophers. Uh, First, what do I they do? How to... do they how do they pay the rent? Yeah, that's a very good question. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I really don't know. I, I I've worked in in for for some companies making research and stuff, but uh, not related to philosophy. And I I once studied for a for get a, a PhD, which I didn't get. Uh, I and and they paid me for for studying that too, but that only lasts a few years. Uh, so that's why now I'm studying to become a teacher, a high school teacher. So that's you have the chosen, main job. You have chosen, you get one life, Nacho. This is your one life, and you have chosen the most useless subject, haven't you? You might as yes. well be a blacksmith. I mean, it's just who, no one needs yeah. you. Yeah. In fact, I, I, I will really 
much like to be a blacksmith, yeah. <laughs> well, Nacho, if you were here in person, I would give you a big hug. Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, so we only have, we, we have to wrap it up in about three minutes. Okay. So okay. we can, you, might as well, you might as well be a DJ at WSMU. <laughs> it's a completely useless <laughs> occupation. Well, it's great yeah. if you want to become a blacksmith. Uh, which I kind of do want to become a blacksmith. Yeah. Yes, it's great. See that the metal yeah. get orange hot? That stuff is really cool. And then you bang away at it. I mean, exactly. the one advantage of being nice. a philosopher, the one advantage of being a philosopher is anybody that disagrees with you, you can just kind of smile and shake your head and, oh, you know better. Please, you know, <laughs> you're just, you have that superior sort of attitude that you can. No, no, uh, I'm not at all. No, I'm very no, it's, but No, you would win every <laughs> argument. Because you just seem to, because uh, philosophers know. Okay, so this is the last question. You want to make it for worth five points? Okay, uh, do so you want to get a chance? Question. Okay, so this will be the big final round. Okay, this, this I, I can I can make a question about philosophy or something related to philosophy. Whatever, uh, whatever, you, whatever, whatever you choose. This is our big lightning bonus round. Okay, okay, I'll choose this one. Okay. Which one of these celebrities did not major in philosophy? A. Steve Martin, B. Natalie Portman, C. Phil Jackson, or D. Harrison Ford. Who was C again? C is Phil Jackson, the the former coach from the Chicago Bulls. Phil okay. Phil buzz. Jackson. Okay. I'm gonna buzz. Okay. So Natalie Portman, I'm gonna say did. Because she's she's that girl. She, she, she seems she's like she would have. Okay, and then A. What was A? That Steve also Martin, and he did also. Martin, I'm going to say yes. Steve Martin, I think did. Yeah. I, I just read his memoirs. And C. That coach, you would not have put him on the list if it, it wasn't true, because he's sort of more obscure. Good so point. Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford, I know. I don't even know if he went to college. I know he was a he was a famously he was a carpenter and worked as his with his hands, uh, like our friend Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm going to guess Harrison Ford is my guess. And then and Ken, um, I'll guess C, the coach. Okay, you're both wrong. Ah, <laughs> oh. from what I've read. Natalie Portman major in psychology. In psychology. Oh, okay. We were both yeah. wrong. We were both. And Harrison uh, Ford. Natalie Portman. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Harrison Ford. I, I'm. I'm not. Pretty, I'm not exactly. Uh, uh, I'm not that sure, but uh, I, I read in a couple of articles about him that he did major in philosophy, and then he 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 goes to. Uh, and then he he made uh, furniture and stuff like that, and yeah, then he, and then he stumbled he, he stumbled into acting sort of almost accidentally. I think. Yeah. Um, wow. That, wow. This was great, and I I learned a lot. And uh, for that, you learned a lot. From I will yourself, never forgive you for that. I don't like learning. <laughs> but um, you didn't learn. You 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 simply. Uh, uh, I don't remember stuff that you I did, already I did knew. recall more than I thought, but it was so great uh, meeting you. Ken, are you meeting Nacho for the first time, or have yes, you I him? am. I've uh, I'm, I think I've communicated with him in different ways over yeah. the years, and uh, so, yeah, Nacho, yeah. thank you so much for being our quiz master today. My takeaway was that Diogenes had a really great magic trick, but he could yeah. only oh, yeah. do it once. Yeah, that's right, <laughs> Diogenes. Diogenes should have learned to say no to these barbells. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot, Nacho. Thank you for having me. Thanks, oh, Andy. Thank you. It was, a, it, was a real, it was a real pleasure. Good luck. Good luck with everything. Thank you. Good luck to you, too. Oh, thanks, man. Yes. Halfway through, thank you so much, Nacho, Quizmaster Nacho. It's now on to the second half of the program, where uh, Ken and Andy uh, will be quizzed by Quizmaster Greg.
Our next seven-second delay quiz master is listener Greg Shegel from Georgia. Welcome, Greg. Thank you, Ken. Thank you, Andy. I'm three. I, I can't believe I got through. I love the show. I believe it's pronounced Shigel. Uh, that's think, one way to do it. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, your preferred pronunciation. Thank Andy. God, Greg. Thank God we had this talk. Thank God. Long overdue. Absolutely. And Greg, Greg, you're calling from uh, Atlanta. Yes, which I'm told uh, is in uh, the state of Georgia. I have been. I have heard the same. And uh, and and I just checked you out. I just googled you. Ken did too. And you're a very talented uh, illustrator. Uh, uh, you do. Uh, what does that mean? You're comic. You're doing self-published comic books. Uh, I self-publish uh, graphic novels and illustrated chapter books for young readers, and uh, I do work for hire illustration for. People who are paying. Uh, yeah. Fantastic. And then, and then, where? What? What is your website? My website is my name, which is a bit of a, a mouthful, but it's g r e g g s c h i g i e l dot com. Very catchy. Very I know. catchy it's, name. I know. It's it's <laughs> it's one of those things where like I tried to think of a a general name, but then that yeah. you know every website is taken except for that mouthful. Of a that name. was the last website. The last website, I got it. And I was, you grabbed it, and I was able the to next, get the dot com. The next guy in line has to be Greg Shegel too, or one really. Yeah, or, or one. Yeah, or, or the Greg Shegel. <laughs> the Greg, yeah, the official Greg Shegel. Yeah, the real. <laughs> the real Greg. Shegel. Oh no, we're uh, giving away too many websites. Uh, and then, and then, uh, and then we were told uh, one subject for this quiz, but then as we uh, as we began, you mentioned uh, you might yeah, want. I, you might want to pivot and well, call it audible. It's not that I need to, it's not a, a a desire to pivot. It just I came up with another idea for a quiz, partially from just being in my own head and then having heard some of the other quizzes, something that might be a bit more universal. So the original idea was fictional inventors and inventions and time travel stories. Fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> and I don't know I, could, I I won't know a single answer, but it's fantastic. And the new idea is Sesame Street. Fantastic. Muppets. Oh, the Muppets and Sesame Street. Yeah, um, specifically Sesame Street. So there's no, there'll be no Muppet show, no Muppet movie material in there. Huh. I, well, may, I, I, may I suggest, if I may, Ken, may I suggest doing the time travel, doing a bunch of those time travel, and then, and then uh, toward the end, uh, if we have to break a tie or if there's a bonus round, time for a bonus round, we do one or two Sesame Street questions. Sounds good to me. I'm okay with that. Does that, I, does that work for you, Greg? I think it would be incredible if there was a tie. <laughs> uh, well, I imagine Ken has a real advantage with this uh, subject. I don't. I, am, I don't think so, Andy. Yeah, I'm you, not sure about this one. You've surprised me in many of these quizzes, and uh, you know, time travel and fictional inventions have been all over the movies, which you know inside and out. So, uh, that, there might be truth to that. I. It, it, it is true that these quizzes. Uh, that in these quizzes I've surprised myself. I, I remember more than I thought I, I might. So, uh, yeah, let's get into it. Is this a is this is a you're a science fiction guy? Is that you? Uh, this is your uh, passion. I'm more I'm more into um, I guess like general fiction. I like time travel stories. Um, I like superhero stories. So it's it's less science fiction. I'm not actually a, a hard science fiction person. I just like sort of fantastical uh, fictional worlds and, and that kind of thing. I once, wrote, I, once wrote a, I once wrote a sketch for SNL uh, back when I was uh, my other life as an SNL where a guy goes back in time uh, to save Abraham Lincoln and he runs to Ford Theater to save the president and he gets to the theater and then he becomes so absorbed in the play... <laughs> He just gets in, he just gets into he starts watching the play our American cousin the play and he forgets why he's there. Incredible. And then suddenly there's a uh, shot rings out. Now you made me think I could have done a whole a whole Saturday Night Live quiz, but you would have you would have sweeped on that. No, no, I only know my error. Like everybody else, I only know uh, you know two or three years well. Uh, okay, so let's get all right. Let's get going. Let's roll. I'm I'm into this. I'm up for it. All right, here we go. Uh, in, uh, and in, then, and then the rule is, of course, just to remind all all of us, we wait for you to finish the question, even if it's multiple choice, before we buzz in. Yes. 
Okay. All right. Ready to go. Okay. Buzz. Emotion... That's 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 a preemptive buzz, Andy. That's not really allowed. Okay, you're right. I'm sorry. I've got to I've got to be more disciplined. Okay, right. I'm ready to go now. In the movie Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, which of Willy Wonka's creations found in his inventing room were the kids asked to steal by Mr. Slugworth? What a great question. That's great. <laughs> Thank you. So this is the movie from the 70s with Gene Wilder. Okay, so... I, I can only remember okay. one candy in the in that whole story. No, no, no. It must have been... He, he's been asked to steal like, there, like there's some sort of covert... Uh, there's some sort of covert operation... Uh, so it can't be a candy. It has to be a process. Something, uh, you know, I, I, I've seen the movie multiple times. It's a process. It must be a machine of some kind. Oh, this is, it's a great Wait, question. didn't Greg say candy? Which candy did he have to steal? Uh, which of Willy Wonka's creations? No, it's a creation. It's oh, which of his creations? Candy. Oh, okay. It's not a candy. It's some sort of, oh, it's some sort of process, like, like, uh, Oh, my gosh. It's a great question. But it's it is a thing the kids were expected to steal, so they have to be able to walk out with it. Yeah. Oh, it's a great question. And for that, I hate you because it's driving me crazy. I'm, I, have, I will not buzz in. I can't buzz in. I have no idea. All right. The answer is the everlasting gobstopper. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll st okay. That's what I was going to say, too. That was the one thing I could think of. Okay. Ken, when were you going to say it? Because I was going to say it a few seconds before you. You talked me out of saying it because you, you were saying yeah, I was going to say it. You were suggesting. It's going to be my new mantra. That's my new theme song. Oh, I was going to say that. Well, I think I should get at least plus 10 points for I that. I think I should get at least plus 20 <laughs> points. I was going to say it before you. All right. I'll put us both down for zero. Yeah, the honor system. The honor right. system game show. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Let's see how you do on this one. Okay. Time-traveling Dr. Sam Beckett, upon arriving in and assessing a new time and place, uttered what catchphrase, of which there is a seven-and-a-half-minute compilation on YouTube? Sam Beckett? Wait, what movie or novel was that? All right, I'll give you, I'll give you was the Was that H.G. Wells? No. This is from the television show Quantum Leap. Oh, for the love of crack. I don't know. I don't know that show. Uh, but wait, what was the catchphrase? So you're basically asking, what was the catchphrase from Quantum Leap? Yes, the thing he said in every episode once he arrived he said, at a new and, time. Okay, and it must have been something like, "Where the hell am I?" or "What the hell is this?" or something. It must be some kind of exclamation. Yes. Uh, your 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 logical processes are spot on. Yeah, exactly. But I don't know the show. <laughs> I can't guess. I ran. I mean, if there was multiple choice, one might ring true. Uh, Do you want me to give you a multiple choice? I'll come up with one right now. Or you can just give us a true/false, and I'll tell you if it's true or false. Okay, true or false is the catchphrase. Where the heck am I? But false. False. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. that's that no is, catchphrase that is false that's, the, that's actual, no t-shirt although the actual catchphrase is not so far off it is oh boy oh boy that's just oh boy just oh boy well, wait they coined that on quantum leap I mean I don't know if they they, they didn't coin it but they they've they trademarked they've trademarked it Andy don't think you can go take uh, a for phrase years, like that. For years, my joke on Seven Second Delay for years was that I coined the phrase "go to hell." Remember that? <laughs> yeah, that's that's not far <laughs> off from "oh boy." No, it's not. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, come well, to the writers' room of Quantum Leap. Hey, hey, boss, can I just float something past you? So in the what new, if he Quantum... says, "Oh boy." So they brought Quantum Leap back, and now instead of saying "oh boy," he says "oh," and then it cuts him off. Because he's going to say an expletive. Oh, for the love of crap. <laughs> and is Quantum Leap a uh, a guilty pleasure of yours? You enjoy the show? When I was younger, I, I watched it. The one in the in the eighties and nineties. And Quantum Leap was he randomly hopping around in time, yes. or was he was he? Oh, okay. Yeah, he was randomly hopping in time and assuming the bodies of people in that time. 
and they always end up on the deck of the Titanic. Isn't that where they always I, end up? I can't remember if there was a Titanic episode. There might have been. And was he yeah. able, did he find that he was able to change the course of history or unable to? His job was to change something in that individual person's life. So he wasn't changing historical events as much as like this person has to ask this other person out and he has to make that happen. Ah, I see. And once he does, he's sent to another time and place. <laughs> Do you remember the old Ben Stiller show? They had a sketch called the C plus history student. In incredible. Incredible. Yeah, Janine Garofalo. Janine Garofalo. She was going through history, Ken, hopping around in time, and she couldn't quite remember what events <laughs> were about to occur because she... She wasn't a very good history student. Yeah, she just knew George Washington had wooden teeth and something about shoes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What a great sketch. I know it was a good sketch because I was consumed with jealousy. Uh, it is a great sketch. Um, okay, another invention question. Oh, no. Marvel Comics' Reed Richards. Yes, got it. Good, yes. Invented the ultimate nullifier in order to defeat which big nemesis? Buzz. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, is it a multiple choice? No. Oh, that Buzz. Is okay, the nullifier. Okay, it had to be Galactic, Galacticus, or or is it the Watcher? Oh, wait, or was it the Silver Surfer? Well, the Silver Surfer wasn't that large. He was no, he was all powerful. He he killed destroyed worlds. I would say I would say it had to be if if Greg is asking, it had to be the mother of them all and Galactic. Galactic. You are correct. It is yeah. Galactus. Yeah, Galactus. Yeah. Great job. Wow. That's plus, was, plus two for Andy. He was Mr. Fantastic. <laughs> Did you true. ever hear the Norm MacDonald sketch, Mr. Fantastic? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah that's, as good as, <laughs> that's as good as it gets. That is a hilarious bit. Yeah. So on our, so on our show this week, we're just reviewing funnier <laughs> writers and funnier people. But we got to get we get some points for knowing these funny things. Well, it's just kind of sad that that's what our show is now reduced to, <laughs> to refer people to really funny uh, sketches. All right, so so we're on our way. So All so right. far, these have not been. Uh, these have been time travel and and fictional inventions. Okay, Correct. I love this. Okay. All right, here's another time travel. So one. don't worry, Ken. Soon we'll get to Sesame Street. Thank God, I can't wait. Yeah. And it's all it's all sketches on Sesame Street about time travel. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> uh, here's right, your works. next your next question. In an eighteen eighty nine novel, Hank Morgan of Connecticut travels to what time period where his knowledge of so of a solar eclipse comes in very handy? Oh okay, I ding whiz uh, buzz. I mean, whiz. I'm yelling whiz. <laughs> ding whiz buzz. I should I should lose points for not remembering buzz. <laughs> Uh, okay, I believe that's Rip Van Winkle. No, but Rip Van Winkle was written way before. What did you say? Eighteen eighty. Oh no! Oh no! Connecticut Yankee. Oh no! Connecticut Yankee in King Arthur's Court. King Arthur's Court is correct. Yes. Wow, Andy. It took me two guesses, so I don't know how you want to. Yeah, it. that's true. You don't get it for that. Okay, but I but I still impress myself. No, that's good. The clue. The, I did say Connecticut, so I, I that was there. Oh, okay. Right, this, I should have. Oh, I should have known. Okay, but that's all right. All right. Here's here's a. All right. Ned Brainerd in 1961's The Absent-Minded Professor, and Philip Brainerd in the 1997 remake, invented what bouncy substance? Buzz. Buzz. Yes. Buzz. Oh, I'm sorry. I should wait. This is a this is a two-parter. Okay. A portmanteau of what two words? I want the name of the invention and the words used to make that portmanteau. Okay, buzz. I don't know what portmanteau means, buzz. but I'll buzz. I'll buzz because. Oh wait, Ken, did you buzz? Yeah, I buzzed. Go ahead. I'll like. It's flubber, right? And uh, it's rubber. One of the words is rubber, and the other word is hmm. Uh, it must be fictional. It must be something they made up there. Yeah, floating rubber. Oh, floating. Yeah, wait. Floating. Go with yeah, floating. Floating rubber. Very close. It's flying rubber. Ah, but flying I would rubber. Oh, get yeah. the well done. Oh, okay. Ken, very well done. I'll take the damn rubber. point. No, Thank well, you. you earned it. Very well done. All right. Um, how much flubber, time Those flubber sneakers now, they're selling for like $5,000 a pair. Oh, my God. Did you invest in those? Well, you know, I it's the only shot I have to, to hold my own on a basketball court is flubber sneakers. <laughs> 
because I know I know that you've uh, put several of your your children through college by uh, investing in comic books and things like that. I did for a while, uh, right? Uh, that's correct. I was buying uh, investment grade Silver Age comics. And I you... had to sell. I had to sell my collection when my kids got accepted to a private school. <laughs> But that's what it was, it was not, for, right? I mean, that was not a good. It was not a happy day for me. But still, you made out really well. That was very smart. Of it was you. actually, actually, as far as as an investment, you it was you couldn't you couldn't do better for a while than than uh, you know Silver Age comic. Yeah, you know, Silver Age stuff. I mean, thanks to thanks to the Marvel movies, they became a real hot profit. Wow. Oh, for sure. Huh. Okay, Greg. So bring us on All to right. round six. Round and what six. is the and Ken? What is the score as far as you? Uh, it's uh, two to one. You're winning. I am. Yeah, this is like the most normal score we've ever had. We're both in positive territory. Most of <laughs> yeah. the quizzes we have end with like Andy minus thirteen to me <laughs> minus nine. No. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm dreading the Sesame Street question, and I just know <laughs> I'm going to lose. Whatever I gain here, I'm going to lose in that last quarter. All right. Here's this one. This one might be a little tricky. This is a. Uh... Sharing the name of a David Bowie song. Oh no, I'm I'm lost. What British TV series that also spawned an American version tells the story of Sam Tyler, a police officer, a police officer oh, in 2006. Oh, I can do this. Buzz, buzz, buzz. buzz oh, buzz. Andy buzzed first. Oh no, yeah. you can buzz, Ken. Go ahead. Starman. No. Oh, lose a point. <laughs> I'll take this one. I'll take this one. Life on Mars. Life on Mars. Correct. Yeah. Wow, very good. All right. It's, uh, I know three David Bowie songs. There was a sequel to that show, a follow-up season that was called Ashes to Ashes. Okay. A, Are you now, Do you recommend that show? Did you enjoy it? Uh, I like Life on Mars a lot. I never finished Ashes to Ashes, but Life on Mars was great. Greg, you're fun to hang with. You, you're now officially my fourth best friend. <laughs> Holy cow. I'm putting that on my website. Yeah. Ken. Well, it's four out of four. It's not the great. It's to be honest it's, with you. It's not that impressive. It's in, it's in the top five. It's in the top one. All right. Uh, I've got another inventor question. Okay. What ancient mythological inventor created the labyrinth, which held the minotaur, and invented wings, which, in textbook hubris, Led to his own son's death. Well, but <sighs> I know it's I know Icarus was the yeah, right, but yeah, but the question then is who is Daedalus and Icarus's dad, who built the labyrinth? Oh. oh, oh, I wonder if Ken's on Google at this moment. No, I'm not. Oh, I'm not. I wonder. I wonder <laughs> if I wonder if Ken has his uh, phone in his hand. I don't. Well, all I know is Icarus. If that's not right, I've, I've lost my point. It is not Icarus. I'm going to take one point off for Andy, and I'm, I'm not going to guess. Um, yeah, that's, that, yeah. That, that's a smart move. Yeah. Oh, see, you should have guessed because it was Daedalus. Daedalus oh, is the father. Oh, you knew it. Okay. Oh, Daedalus <laughs> was the father. Oh. Yes. Oh, oh, for some reason, I thought Daedalus and Icarus were brothers. I don't oh, know how you were. Daedalus was the father. Ken, you were smarter than you thought. Yeah. Uh. Oh, well. Um, so Daedalus you... invented the labyrinth also? Yes. Busy man. Yeah, wow. yeah. Very, very skilled until it came to wings. Yep. Yeah. All right. This is a big one. This is this is a this one's a two part biggie in the time okay. travel category. Dear God help me. Bill S. Preston Esquire and Ted Theodore Logan travel throughout time and bring eight historical figures to nineteen eighty eight San Dimas, California. Yes. Name as many as you can, one point for each. Buzz. All right. Okay, so that's Bill and Ted. Oh. Okay, so here we go. Bill and Ted. I know they brought back. Okay. They brought back. Uh, did they bring back Einstein? Did they bring back Ben Franklin? Uh, did they bring back Attila the Hun? Uh uh, 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 wait, there must have been a woman. Is that Cleopatra? Oh, maybe uh, Cleopatra, Joan of Arc. Oh, Andy, no. Andy's guessed five people oh, now. Greg, Abra so. Abraham Lincoln. Wait, I'm just trying to remember. That's six. The, 
during the movie. But if you're not uh, right, if you're not right, then uh, I'll take points off. Yeah. I'm just wait. Hold on, Greg. Ben where Frank does he stand? He's named six people. Of the six, he has named two correct. Oh, for the love of crap! That's minus four. Okay, fine. <laughs> oh, then I better shut up. I'm just I'm I'm losing <laughs> I'm losing ground. Uh, what a great question. <gasps> Thank you. Ken, do you want to try naming any of these? Uh, no, I'm just going to hold and end, yeah. with, end with a zero <laughs> so I come out ahead, uh, ahead Ken, on you that don't even have to. You don't even have to show up to win these games. <laughs> All right. So the eight historical figures will, will play into the follow-up question. So they are Napoleon. Oh, that's right. Billy the Kid. Oh, that's right. Socrates. Oh, that's right. Sigmund Freud. Oh, of course. Beethoven. Oh, of course. Joan of Arc. Yeah. Genghis Khan, yeah, and Abraham Lincoln. Okay. All right, here's an opportunity for bonus points. There's a scene in the movie where all the historical figures are coming out of the phone booth, and Bill and Ted are introducing them to Bill's stepmother, and they disguise their names. How many of those can you do? The disguised names of the historical <laughs> figures. You mean they pre they're trying to pretend yes. these are that they, that these guys are just friends from the neighborhood. <laughs> Correct. I I'm I've, I'm drawing a blank. Yeah, I mean, well, I've never seen either of these movies, so yeah. Oh I'm, my god! Well, I, it yeah. makes me want to see the movie again. I mean, it's it's fantastic. Yeah, here are the, here are the eight here are the the names. Or at least there's seven of them. Yeah, because Napoleon isn't with this group. It's Dave Beethoven, Maxine of Arc. Herman the Kid. My personal favorite is Bob Genghis Khan. <laughs> Socrates Johnson. Dennis Frude. Socrates. And, and Abraham Lincoln. They do, they do nothing with Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> I remember I remember them calling Socrates. Yeah. They, they, oh, that's fantastic. Um, all right. So that's a that's obviously one of your favorite films. I do enjoy that movie. It's one of my favorite time travel movies for sure. I know Ed Solomon a little bit. I've 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 Absolutely. seen I've seen his posts on uh, the website formerly known as Twitter. Right. So we have about four minutes left. Oh, so okay, so okay, so you've taken the lead, Ken, and I guess I need uh, to know a little bit about Sesame Street in order to recover this. So, right. how about so the gonna... last two questions are? Sesame Street question. Okay. And by the way, Greg, can I compliment you? These questions have been uh, really thoughtful, and uh, and uh, and uh, we really appreciate the time you put in. Oh, this has been a thrill. I, I'm thank you so much. I'm enjoying it very much. Okay, we'll do Sesame Street questions. This one is somewhat inspired by one of the quizzes I heard you do. You both know the Beatles very well. Sesame John, Street. Paul, George. Hold on. John, Paul, George, Come on, Ringo. Oh, you did it. Great. Okay. Oh. If only that were the question. I hope to God that's the question. It is not. Oh, shoot. Here's the question. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Sesame Street was sued by the copyright owners of the Beatles catalog, not any of the actual Beatles, for their parody of what song? Bonus points for the name of the parody. Oh, man. Uh, I wonder if it was Michael Jackson who owned uh, oh. <laughs> who 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 sued them. Oh no, but he bought McCartney's rights, not the Beatles' rights. Hmm, that's a great question. I I uh, no, I'm stumped though. Well, but okay, but what song would Sesame Street teach the kids? Okay, I'm gonna like get, yellow. This is the, I'm gonna bait Buzz Yellow Submarine. Yeah, Yellow Submarine. That would be a guess. It is not Yellow Submarine. Okay, sorry. What, what is it? The song in question was Let It Be. Oh, for B, the letter B. Oh, letter B. Letter and the parody B. song was Letter B. Oh, perfect. Oh, what and, it, and the story did involve Michael Jackson. Oh, it so did? Person, okay. Yeah. So the person who did the lawsuit was not Michael Jackson, but in the course of the lawsuit, Michael Jackson then acquired the rights and they settled for either fifty or five hundred dollars, but the original lawsuit was for five point five million. Wow! Wow! They settled for fifty dollars. Fifty or five hundred? I can't remember. <laughs> wow! What the number either was. way, either way, it might as well be fifty, considering <laughs> how valuable that would have been. Yeah. Fantastic! Great, great question, Greg. Thanks. 
Also, you, you got to give it to the Sesame Street writer. That's a great idea for a parody. Song. Yeah. All right. Here's this one's uh, this one. When I learned this, it fascinated me. So in the movie, I am Big Bird. Carol, oh, God. Carol Spinney, who played Big Bird, talks about how he almost participated in what as Big Bird. He almost participated in what tragic event in U.S. history? Oh, it was that tragic uh, bungee jumping incident in Scottsdale, Arizona. What the hell are you talking? <laughs> no, the answer the answer will surprise you, and I don't think it really. I think it kind of uh, diminished the movie, but the answer was the Oklahoma City uh, bombing. <laughs> they did a he did a whole little monologue about it. And to me, it kind of took the movie, kind of, it kind of was misplaced in that movie. It was not the Oklahoma City bombing. Oh, then I'm misremembering it. And Ken, you're saying the bungee jumping accident? Uh, no, I'd like to revise my, my guess. Can you ask the question again? Yes. Carol Spinney, as Big Bird, almost participated in what tragic event in U.S. history? Can you ask the question one more time? The performer of Big Bird, Carol Spinney, as Big Bird, almost participated in what event in U.S. history that was tragic? Okay, don't be mad. Just ask it one more time. Sure. There was a tragic event in U.S. history that almost involved Carol Spinney performing as Big Bird. What was that event? I don't know. The uh, voyage of the Hindenburg. Close. It was the Space Shuttle Challenger mission. Oh. oh, my God. Was that really mentioned in the movie? Yeah, they almost, it was Big Bird almost got into that rocket. Wow. Oh, my God. What a <laughs> yeah. bummer. Yeah. With oh, that my teacher. God. I thought I, was making a, I thought I was making a joke with Oklahoma City. Yeah, there was that oh teacher who went, on, who went on to the Challenger. Right. Krista McAuliffe was yeah. the teacher. Yeah. They were doing oh, a. Oh, heaven. That's yeah, a they... horrible reference for a kid's movie. <laughs> oh, I was in fifth grade when it happened. It would have destroyed my brain yeah she, do oh she dodged a bullet andy look at the bright side she yeah. didn't big bird did not perish on the challenger <laughs> andy that's the only silver lining when i when i saw that challenger explode and i <laughs> and i learned that big bird was not on board that was the only silver lining that day. The only positive you could take away. It really is, though. But the one on a day like that that's so valuable yeah. to have something like that to cling to Yes, exactly. Yeah. I felt that way. The same thing about the tsunami. In <laughs> oh, God, thank God Big Bird wasn't there. I think we can all use that as a nice barometer. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It's big. That's everyone's first question. Is Big Bird okay? <laughs> yeah, we can replace this too shall pass with was Big Bird there? Yeah. Well, Greg, this has wasn't. been this has been a great quiz. Thank you for all the time you put into it. This is honestly, this has been an absolute blast. Oh, good. I'm a, I'm a fan of you both. and uh, Well, we're a, we're a fan of yours, too. Your art is great. And once again, people can see Greg's art at uh, Greg with two Gs, S-C-H-I-G-I-E-L dot com. Thanks, Greg. Amazing. Thanks, Andy. Thank you. Thanks, Greg. Talk soon. Thank you. Thank you, Quizmaster Greg from Atlanta. That was an amazing quiz. I got everyone wrong. <laughs> uh, thank you, and thank you, Nacho, up in the first half. This has been 7 Second Delay. You are listening to WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope in New York City, the Big Apples, and Rockland County at 91.9 FM, and online at WFMU.org. Uh, uh, Ken and Andy will be live next week, so tune in. Uh, and uh, coming up right now is Weekly World Blues with Matt Fivesh. Don't you dare turn off that radio.
this is the sound of the blue scale. The blue scale is very simple, very useful, but also very simple to build. All you have to do is know your minor pentatonic scales. So in this case, I was playing A. Blues come so many different ways until it's kind of hard to explain. Let your poor heart bleed, baby, little but baby, that's the glory of love. Try a little 
silent Let the cloud roll by, baby, little bud, baby That's the glory of love Long as thou just the two of us How the world is charm Long as thou just the two of us Hold each other's on Baby, now win just a little Lose a little Sometime had the blues, baby Little bud, baby That's the glory of love Just the two of us We had the world in its charm Long as thou Just the two of us we Hold each other's arm Baby not win just a little Lose a little Sometime had the blues Baby little but Baby That's the glory of love